This episode of Lead to Win is brought to you by the Wall Street Journal bestseller, The Vision Driven Leader by Michael Hyatt. Get your copy online and claim your free bonuses today at visiondrivenleader.com. Hey, everybody. Michael Hyatt here. As leaders and achievers, we're all trying to work through this unique moment that we find ourselves in. And over the last few weeks, we've brought you specific coronavirus-related content. We wanted to help you navigate from where we were before the pandemic into this new current reality. Well, it feels like we've settled into a new normal, at least for now. So I want to bring you some episodes we recorded before the crisis started. Honestly, I think the subjects here are even more valuable now as we're creating a new future. Well, I feel the same about my new book, The Vision Driven Leader. Wow, if there was ever a time we needed to create a positive vision for the future, it's right now. The book is a vision creation toolkit, and I know this is something you're going to need as we move into the future. That's the Vision Driven Leader, and it's available online everywhere books are sold. And you can find out more at visiondrivenleader.com. Anyway, thanks for listening, and enjoy this episode of Lead to Win. Hi, I'm Michael Hyatt. And I'm Megan Hyatt-Miller. This week is the launch of my new book, The Vision Driven Leader. We had a virtual launch party this week on the podcast. Maybe you've heard it. If you haven't, you're going to want to go back and listen to that episode. But one of the things we talked about was this concept of the vision script. And I wanted to give you a behind the scenes, you know, part the curtain a little bit and give you a behind the scenes look at how that works. We've invited one of our Business Accelerator clients to join us today, and you're going to get to hear about his experience, and not just the experience of creating a vision script, but really what happened after that, you know, what results he experienced as well. And I think this is going to get you pumped about creating your own vision script, which we talk about in detail in the Vision Driven Leader book. Um, And you're going to get excited to get started on that, even if you think it might sound a little intimidating right now. And by the way, I've got to mention, when you buy the book this week, We've got a ton of cool bonuses available if you purchase the book now. These are available for a very limited time, actually till April the 4th at lead2.win slash vision. So Megan, let's get right to it with our guest, Kyle Kubroff. Kyle, welcome. Thank you, Michael and Megan. I'm thrilled to be here on Lead to Win with you. Hey, Kyle. So glad to have you. So tell us just a little bit about where you're from and a little bit about your business so people have context. Yeah. I am uh, born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota, so up in the the cold region uh, of our country. My company is is named Fueled Collective, um, and we provide trailblazers a place for working, meeting, and entertaining. And for us, trailblazers are small businesses, entrepreneurs, startups, and business leaders. They're really kind of really hungry for something larger than where they're at. They're building a business and they're growing and scaling. Um, we're one of the pioneers in what is now the co-working industry. Certainly wasn't that when we started. It was more of a cause when we started. Um, And over the last couple of years, we've expanded our products and offerings to include uh, things like social club, uh, hospitality, and other services. And we've helped over help thousands of small businesses and entrepreneurs make their journey uh, more flexible by removing as many robots as we can. Man, I love that, Kyle. You know, we are passionate about entrepreneurs and business owners, so we we have that in common. But what made you think that you needed some help in developing your vision? 
Um, well, the simple answer is, I, I mean, it came to, Michael actually presented the idea of a vision script in, in the business accelerators, but that hit me at a point in time where we had been going through so much change. We were taking our base business model, which was co-working. We were adding a bunch of new offerings on top of that. Um, at the same time, a ton of competition was coming to the market. The industry was was just exploding. And we made a decision to rebrand ourselves and give ourselves a new name. Um, so I had all that going on. And I kind of describe it to, to, to folks that I felt like I was the captain of an airplane uh, chasing or running alongside it while we were going down the runway. I wasn't <laughs> in the, the cockpit seat anymore. Those were the drivers to it. Now we had, we had been doing a system. We had uh, clearly a vision and an idea of where we were going, uh, but we were using some other methodologies that driving us towards a purpose statement that was just, hmm. we, we kept trying to truncate it and make it simpler and simpler and, and, and more aspirational in nature, but it wasn't working. So those were the elements that drove us to it. That's awesome. Okay. So I want to talk about the vision script, but before we get to it, I want to ask you, how did you prepare for the process? You know, how did you engage in the process? Just kind of give us a little bit of the background of the, the how you did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I think that this is really important. Um, the first thing I did is when I stepped into it, I had really didn't, wasn't sure the outcome. I knew I had all these ideas in my head um, as a as a futurist and a visionary. You know, I can see it, taste it, smell it, touch it. Uh, I live in that that future kind of world, but I wasn't sure how I was going to bring those elements into words. And so I set a, a date for a draft zero. I called it just um, just a basic. I'm going to start it, and I'm going to get this out of my head. Um, I then scheduled two hour sessions for a month. So four sessions um, with a little bit of bumper time on each so I could get prepared and present. Um, I also reviewed our prior previous uh, branding documents and architecture uh, issues that we were facing as a company, um, our, our last year's goals and uh, results and member surveys. I kind of mm -hmm. just took all that in as the elements in, in the context for this this work. I love that. I think you really uh, came up with a good list of things to use as kindling for the fire of your vision, you know, to, to help get you started. And I think one of the biggest obstacles for people is sort of thinking that they have to come to this as a blank slate. And really, no matter where you're starting from, you probably have a handful of things to start with. And that's encouraging for sure. Um, okay, I want to ask you, was that breakdown of the various categories, the team, product, marketing, impact, was that helpful for you as you began to think about your vision? Yeah, absolutely. It was a great starter point. And what I what I found when I was going through it is that there were some other areas that I felt I had to get out of my head. So I mm -hmm. created some of my some additional categories on top of that. Interesting. So of those four, the team product marketing and impact, which one was the easiest for you to connect with your vision about? I think it was in two areas. It was team team culture and um, product and offering. That's where like all my energy kept going to. And that's where I, yeah, I would get excited and 
another idea that would fit and, and it kind of created a chain reaction mm. of ideas. And it was tapping into things that, you know, were in, were in my vision and in my head. And I, I saw them, but I never, I realized I had never articulated them. Well, that's so common. We see that a lot with our clients is they, they have it in their head. They have, you know, an idea, kind of a sketch, but they haven't really articulated it in a way that they can align their team around. And man, when you make that transition, the whole, the whole world just opens up in front of you. So one of the things I try to do in the book was make it super easy for you to create a vision that's clear, inspiring, and practical, and also one that you can sell. And did you feel like this whole process gave you that? Did you feel like it was clear, that it was inspiring, practical, saleable? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and once once I got into it and started to, it, it was interesting. Once I once I completed it and had gone through it in a couple waves, I was becoming more inspired, and I felt like it was finally something that we could get out to our team that everybody could understand and, and um, get inspired about also. Um, and it was, it, again, clarity was such a big part of it. Um, oftentimes us as leaders um, and visionary leaders, it's, it's sometimes a mess right up, up in our head and, and yes. we know where we want to go and it's intuitive, um, but it was super helpful to get it into context. Gosh, I can certainly relate to that. I know a lot of our listeners can too. But as a leader, beyond the clarity and kind of that ability to articulate, what are some of the other benefits that you experienced um, as you created this vision script? Yeah, just for you though, you mean? Yeah, just for you as the leader. As a leader, I think I reclaimed being the owner of the vision and not Mm. just the manager. That's good. Um, You know, I got back into that captain's chair again, I felt like for myself. I also realized, for myself, just how complex visions are and that they just, you just can't cram them into a sentence and expect everybody to understand the same thing, uh, and follow you. Um, uh, another thing I think that came really clear for me was who was believing and on board with the vision and who was not on the team. Uh. So you kind of saw the gaps in your alignment and even in your culture as you kind of created where you wanted to go, got clear on where you wanted to go. Yeah, absolutely. I do. um, I use an analogy. I call it the red truck test. And I'll ask everybody in a room to close their eyes and think of a red truck. And uh, Megan, what what do you think of when I say a red truck? A red truck? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Red truck. Michael? I'm thinking of a fire engine. You know, a big yeah. uh, fire engine with a bunch of people hanging off of it and oh, ladders and all saying. that kind of stuff. Okay, I'm thinking of a pickup truck, a red pickup truck. Yeah. So that's kind of what vision is like, right, is is we use some words and there's not enough words to really describe it. And everybody comes up with their own um, interpretation of that vision. And what I've discovered as going through this is just that we were able to align that culture, that understanding to the vision, to what we're doing. Okay. I'm totally stealing that. (laughs) That is the best example of the difference between a vision statement, which is short and pithy, but allows people too much room to imagine, you know, different ideas and a vision script, which is more thorough and puts more specificity on it. We'll give you all the credit though. Don't worry. First three times. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love it. Okay, so how did you sell the vision? What did the rollout look like to your team? 
we get together quarterly to review and plan for our quarters. And then we get together annually to establish in next year's goals. Um, and I rolled it out at the, our annual retreat, which was, uh, in October, November, and basically gave it to the team in advance to pre-read. And then we walked through it as a team during that, um, during that offsite retreat. And then we talked about questions or challenges or conflicts that individuals saw. That makes a lot of sense. I love how you did that. I mean, you think you'd really did what you talk about in the book, dad, and that is uh, you, you give an opportunity for input from your team. You don't abdicate your ultimate authority and your responsibility for visionary leadership, but you do incorporate the feedback of the key stakeholders on your team. And I I really like how you did that, Kyle. Um, Speaking of them, can you just talk a little bit about how your team benefited from the rollout of this vision script and their connection to the vision of your company? That's where the rubber meets the road here. So the first thing we we discovered was once we rolled it out and we went through that process, I asked the team, you know, what what questions existed and or did they have? And there really weren't many questions. The Hmm. response was more like them saying, finally, we understand, we we intuitively knew where you were going. We all had believed in the direction of the organization, but we actually finally understand what that means. So the impact is we went into our 2020 planning uh, to build the business plan and our goals everybody knew exactly where it was pointing. It wasn't that we were just going west. You know, we were going to towards San Francisco. We didn't know exactly how we were going to get there. But we were able to point our energies, our planning, our thinking, and our ideas in that direction. Um, So I think that plus then when you go into the quarterly planning, it just all stacks up. So I think everybody just kind of hit a moment of, oh, this is much easier than the way we were doing it before. Okay, so if I were parachuting into your company and I maybe I saw it before you did the vision script process and now I'm looking at it, what would I notice in your team and in your company? I think what you'd notice in the team is clarity and maybe a little bit more confidence in where we're going, a better understanding of how their role ties to the direction that we're headed. And, and I think you'd see a lot less energy wasted, a lot less frustration. We would spend a lot of time when you, when you're constantly going back and looking at that, again, that simple purpose statements, and you're reviewing that on a regular basis, because it's a good thing to do. But when you're doing that, and it isn't expansive enough, there's a lot of work that's done and our team is a hardworking team. They put everything on the line. But when they're doing it and they don't fully understand it, you do a lot of false starts and stops. So I think I think we're eliminating that. Oh, that's good. That's really good. We've heard something similar uh, to that from a lot of our clients, you know, and I, I think that um, that's the power of vision right there. So, you know, I don't know if you experienced this, Kyle, when you were sitting in your business accelerator um, coaching intensive day and you're presented with this idea of creating a vision script, if you felt intimidated um, or excited or some combination of both. But I think, you know, a lot of people who've maybe tried and feel like they failed in the past to create a vision for their company 
think about this vision process and, and they have a little bit of anxiety about it or, or you know, maybe they want to avoid it at some level. What would you say to those people? I don't stop fooling yourself. Um, I mean, real simply, it's, it's again, that's your, that's our job as leaders. And especially, you know, when you're getting indicators from the business and your team and the culture that everyone doesn't fully understand things. Um, and you find yourself wasting time, starting and stopping projects that don't align. And it's specifically as a leader, if you feel that dissonance between what you want and what you have, just pause, take time, do this. Um, it took me, you know, I suppose eight, maybe 10 hours of applied time that that's worth its weight in gold. Um, you just got to schedule it. You got to do it. Um, because again, either the company is going to run you or you're going to lead the company and your customers in towards a vision that, that is inspirational and, and, and beneficial for everyone. Who would you say is the ideal person for using this vision script format and tool for somebody coming up with a vision? Who's it for? I, th- I think it's for the the leader of the business, or I think it could also be for a leader of a division or a group. I'm a CEO of our organization. It's perfect for me. I love that. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us today. I think your story is so relatable and it's really inspirational. I hope um, for those of you listening that you see yourself in Kyle's story and get excited to have the same experience um, that he has. So thanks again for being with us, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. Megan, that was an amazing call. That was so inspiring. It was inspiring. And of course, we've had lots of those kinds of stories from our Business Accelerator clients because, of course, they had early access to this content in the early days when I was just beginning uh, to formulate this and as it began to take shape. So it's kind of fun to see it now out in the wild and people actually applying it and getting results. Well, you know, I said this in our book launch party, but I really believe this content has an exponential impact. You know, when you when you hear Kyle's story, do you think about the impact that that's having um, on him and his family, on the employees that um, he's providing an opportunity for and their families, and then on the clients who are coming to his co-working space I mean, that's huge. You know, this is a a major ripple effect and that just gets me excited. And, you know, he's just one guy um, and and there are many people just like him. Maybe you're listening right now and you're just like him and and wondering, you know, what could this do in your life? And I think the impact is potentially huge. I do too. And I think that if you're serious about scaling your business and by that, we mean growing it exponentially, you got to have clarity. Clarity leads to momentum. And without clarity, everybody may be working hard, but they're not working in the same direction. They're not building the same thing. And I loved, loved, loved the red truck illustration. I know. I love that too. You know, and that, and that's why you need more than a vision statement. That's why you need a vision script because a vision statement is just going to give everybody the room to come up with their own vision and they may not be aligned. So I just want to encourage you guys, get a copy of the book. It's called The Vision Driven Leader. It's out now. There are tons of bonuses that we have available but only if you buy soon. So you can check it out at lead2.win slash vision. And there's literally hundreds of dollars worth of bonuses now, including the audiobook, the ebook, all when you buy a copy of the book at your favorite bookseller. So buy it, save the receipt, come back to lead2.win slash vision, enter in your information, and we'll get those bonuses to you. All right, we'll see you right back here next week.
This episode of Lead to Win is brought to you by the Wall Street Journal bestseller, The Vision Driven Leader by Michael Hyatt. Get your copy online and claim your free bonuses today at visiondrivenleader.com.